Yo, what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 228 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. I'm a little tired. Um, decided to just take a break and do my podcast because um just working. Been looking at the screen for a while and I'm thinking, let me take a break. Whenever I speak, I get some more energy and I do need a break from the from the computer for a little bit. But today we were celebrating my mom's birthday. So we went over to the house and my uncle was there, the uncle that used to snort cocaine in my living room growing up. Uh, my aunt was there and we had some fish and it was, it was a jolly old time. Now, my uncle, when he was in his 40s, he made the decision that he was tired of working. He's like, I'm done having a job. I don't like working. I'm just going to stop working. And he made that decision, and as you know, a consequence of not working was he ends up he ends up being homeless. Now, whenever I tell people that he's homeless, people tend to ask me questions like, "Well, don't you don't you guys try to help him out? Like, does anyone offer him a place to stay?" Um, you know, oftentimes there's a lot of concern, there's a lot of worry that goes with that. And oftentimes when I say this, I say it just so nonchalantly because if you meet him, it's just like he. This is what he chose. This is not like things were so hard and then a crazy turn of events just kind of knocked him off his feet and he was never able to recover. It was like, you know, he just made the decision. I'm tired of this. And you know what? You talk to the guy, you know, he's very happy. He's at the library during the day and that's where he charges his phone, which I don't know how he makes, how he gets any money um, to pay for a cell phone bill. Uh, but he has a cell phone. Uh, he has churches that he goes to that are able to feed him. He has a boyfriend. Um, again, like even his, he doesn't even want to stay with his boyfriend. And um, he's he's figured out a system to find out where to find showers and all these different things. So I was, I was, whenever I talk about him, it's like, listen, he doesn't even want you to pity him, but he he's he's happy. Like really, it's pretty mind blowing. You would think that someone in that position would feel like uh, really, really down. But he, he talked to the guy. He's cracking jokes. Like it's it's a fun time. And you know what? There was this post I saw on Instagram. It was it was a it was an Instagram account where this guy would go and interview people in downtown LA who are homeless. This is before the pandemic. It might be doing it still. I don't remember, but I came across it because I thought it was very interesting. This guy was interviewing homeless people. And I'll never forget, like, this one guy who's in the military and he was talking. And then he was like, nah, man, these big corporations. And he was talking about just how how challenging it is. And I, and I was like, wow, this is, you know, I guess he must have got screwed over. I don't know. And then. The interview asked him, he asked him some question and the guy said, nah, man, I choose this. I choose to be homeless, man. Like, yeah, that's what I do. And I just, I just was so disgusted with that answer. I was like, come on now. And I exited that Instagram page and I never found it since. And, and I'm glad that I never found it since. But today I was asking my uncle, I said, hey, man, like I was just drilling him with questions, just asking question after question after question. Like, what is it like having, like being around homeless people? What is that social circle like? 
what do they talk about? What's, what are their personalities like? What are their backgrounds? How do they get to where they're at? And it's tough to get straight answers from him because he doesn't really give a fuck about them. And the only thing he talks about is him and his boyfriend's sex adventures. And he tends to dominate the conversation and he says they get really annoyed with him. So it's tough that he's not much of an active listener <laughs> and is able to report back some uh, some data, you know, back to to your boy. So um, I was able to be very, very direct in terms of like the kind of questions I was asking because he seems just genuinely comfortable in his skin and who he is and the lifestyle that he lives. He fully accepts it. You know, he's he's not bitter about it. He's bitter about a couple things in his life, but it's definitely not the system. It's definitely not, I don't know, society or anything like that. There's some things that are, you know, that are, are bothersome um, to him, but it's definitely not anything that's related to, you know, accumulating more resources. It's other stuff that's personal. Um, but, uh, you know, on on the way back home, I was talking to my older sister and she was just, you know, just talking about how it can be difficult to survive and all these things. But she said something that really stuck with me. And she said, you know, she says, you know how hard it is to take care of yourself, right? And just in that moment, I just got hit with a ton of bricks because it occurred to me. I, I thought, wait a second. Yeah, it is hard for me to take care of myself. And then it spiraled another thought like, I am completely dependent on somebody else for my survival. If they were wiped off this planet, I wouldn't be able to survive on my own. Now, granted, I can figure a way out, right? Like I can be resourceful enough to figure something out, but I'm not putting food in my own mouth. I'm not providing shelter for myself. Somebody else is doing that for me. And it made me really feel like a bitch. It really did. It made me feel like a fucking bitch that I'm not able to provide for myself. And I thought, wow. Like, man, you really can't provide for yourself. And um, it was a very sobering thought. Now, Look, I don't want people to to start saying, "No, it's all right, man. Don't worry." Like, I don't, I don't need pity. I don't, I don't like when people try to make me feel better about something. Um, like, okay, hold on. I, there's a better way for me to phrase that because that's not true. That's true, and it's not true. I don't like it when people try to preserve my feelings. When someone tries to make my feelings, um say something in a way that keeps my feelings from being hurt. Like I want, I want truth. I am after truth more than anything. Fuck my feelings. I care more about getting to the core more than how I feel in the short term. So I don't like when like if someone hears me say like how I this is a very sobering thought, they can say no, it's all right, man. Like and try to make me feel better for the situation. Like I don't need you to help me feel better about anything. I actually like the fact that it was sobering. 
in that it wasn't a pleasurable thought. And I'm not a person who is after pleasure in my life. Because too much short-term pleasure can lead to very disastrous outcomes in the future. And the consequence of feeling good right now consistently like preserving your feelings and making and you know keeping yourself comfortable and safe and and soft there's some really serious long-term consequences to living that way and i refuse to live that way i'm living i live for the day because i know that i can die any day and at the same time i'm taking actions as if i'm going to live a long time And those actions come at the cost of pleasure today. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm completely okay with how I, I live my life. Um, but it, it just woke something up in me just thinking, wow, man, like you're, you're alive because somebody else is keeping you alive. You're not alive because you keep yourself alive. That's a crazy thought to have, especially when you're like, you're, you're getting after it and you, now your ego's inflated, but it's like, nah, man. Like you can't even, you can't even figure out a way. You don't, you don't even have enough resources to make sure you survive on your own. And I was like, shit, I got to get to work. So. That's that. Um, I'm going to be running a mastermind soon. Very, very, very mini mastermind. It's going to be like two hours, uh, but it's going to give people massive clarity. Um, you know, it, it's time to just really use the gifts that I have in terms of my speaking, in terms of my leading, and most of all, just actually applying the things that I've learned from the events that I've attended. I've actually applied majority of these things that's how that's how I've been able to overcome so much and it's time to take those same things that I like those same psychological principles that help me out and create those breakthroughs for myself it's time to package that and send and, and sell that to other people you know I'm selling a transformation I went from this person who was lazy to a person who's disciplined who works hard and is constantly on on the hunt to becoming more uncomfortable and is just looking to just really, truly be the best possible self that I can possibly be. And there's a lot of people out there that aren't on that path. There's a lot of people out there who feel like they're complacent or they feel like they're lazy or they feel like they can't get themselves to do the things they need to do. It's hard for them to do the hard things. And like there's a lack of motivation. They know they're not living up to their full potential. And they know that they can be working harder, but it's harder for them to work. I, I can, I can make that, I can give people that transformation. I can help people make a transformation from who they are to who they really want to be. I can do that. And the reason why I have confidence I can do that because I've done it for myself and I know what principles that I've applied that help me do that and the actions that I've taken and the way you go about taking actions that will lead to that transformation. So it's like, all right, man, like, you you have enough information already. You you've invested in yourself for the last six years. It's time to take what you've learned and 
how it transformed you. It's time to take that and condense it and help other people make the same breakthroughs. So just a couple things off the top of my head uh, because it's like, wow, I I just feel like a pathetic person after having that realization. Like I don't put my own food in my mouth. I don't, I don't provide my own roof over my head. That's some crazy shit. I don't have enough resources to ensure my own survival. That's a sobering ass thought. So I hope it was sobering for you as it is for me. And I hope that sobering thought pushes you to work harder, pushes you to think about what's important and pushes you to really think about what can I do to make sure that I get to where I want to be in the shortest amount of time possible without taking a shortcut. All right. That's all I got for you today.